get out of his bed. He can, you know, you don't have to push this thing. We get old Wilson to do it. I like it. I don't mind it. It's good exercise. And I don't know. Getting don't... better is what this. Are they bonding? Are they becoming no. friends? Okay, they bond in that if you live in the same place with a person and it's like the 1800s and you ain't going nowhere, who right. else is there to talk to? And of course, you have frames of reference. Remember last week, Wilson washed the dogs. What a joke! You know, so they know each other well. They're more than acquaintances. They've had sex. They've tried to have a kid. But no, they don't bond. They don't love each other. See what I was saying about the film? Like, is he really so horrible? Right? I mean, she went to. The... He is. He is horrible because look, look, he's looking for. She's looking for those letters. Okay, yeah, he's a piece of shit for hiding George. He's a piece of shit for for peeping Tom on her. Yeah, even though you can understand the lustful desire of a man when there's no internet pornography, there's no side chicks, there's no nothing but your wife. And I mean, I'm married, and I'm I'm like I don't get it. Like I'm a teenager, and I don't get anything. But still, you don't do that. You don't do that. That's creepy. Well, back then they had to like swipe blood right to indicate that they were attracted to each other. Swipe blood right. Okay, so she's reading. We're seeing a flashback of when he was writing it, and he's like, "Listen, let's listen." Put Johnny on the spot. Thanks, Mike. Hey, I had this really good sandwich the other day. You should check out this place, Jersey Mike's. I'm, uh, he goes, LOL. Um, I, I, it was my fault that time. The, the voiceover already happened. Though I heard it. Yes. Uh, there's still a blimpies on Bloomfield Avenue. Can you believe really? it? After all those years. Didn't I send you a picture of where the, no, crazy, crazy rhythms, rhythms record store, yeah. which it's in the Sopranos. Really? So he shows up in Montclair a lot. He goes to the pharmacy in Wachung Plaza in, in the first season. Of course, you know, Junior drops, gets his high school girlfriend from nearby. But there's a scene like where he gets shot. It's right outside of Crazy Rhythms. Uh huh. Well, I guess West Caldwell is very close to Montclair. And that's where, or was he lives, it Caldwell? He lives, he lives in Kearney, doesn't he? Like the, uh, no, uh, that's where the, that, that uh, shop with the pig on it, the butcher yeah, shop is. That's in Kearney. That's a mobster. At their office, I don't know. They're at Butta Bing a lot. I don't know. Yeah, Butta Bing, the famous club, Butta Bing. So Jodie Foster says to uh, the servant lady, whose name is she's so such a nothing in this film. Is it Zoe Bell? It was Zoe Bell's first role. Uh, there's no Zoe Bell in this film. Um, it doesn't ring a Zoe Bell. Okay, so. Like, I'll get his dinner for him. And, of course, it's because she's putting chloroform. Now, learn. look at him. Yeah. He has now learned that he is dying from chloroform. She was giving him chloroform. Now the rats have come along. This is her chance to fucking kill him. So now he's talking about how he had a dream. One of the things I don't get is there's no evidence that chloroform destroyed his throat, so how could it have gotten to his stomach? But meanwhile, this film claims that she's doing it. So how does that 
it seems like he like she was giving him this poison. Then he was in the room full of poison. Mm-hmm. And so she's deciding like how much more poison do I need? Well, no, she's learned from the doctor. It's poison that's doing it. And oh. then we had the scenes, the 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 segment in which he was getting better. So Jodie Foster's like, okay, well, fate isn't going to do this for me. I got to step in and do this on my own. So now she's feeding him chloroform every meal. Oh, I want you to rest up, have some soup, guys. See, your wife had made you some cream chloroform, cream chloroform soup. (laughs) Cream chloroform. Now, one thing that does not make sense plot is she will tell the doctor that she was giving him chloroform to get him to stop being so lustful. Of course, she won't say it that way. And she's also sort of coming on to the doctor in an 1880s way. When there was no sexuality in Victoria, not Victoria, England, but Victoria times, just touching a hand, a woman shouldn't be doing that. And so it was, you know, like you see a little of her leg, you never see a woman's leg. So it was, so I don't understand why, but she reveals to him that she's been doing it. I'll tell you to turn up the sound for that conversation. Okay, I got this. I got my hand on the on the studio board. Now look at him looking at her. I don't think it's lustful. I think he's suspicious. I don't know. I think right. he's I mean, suspicious. Looks at him. Looks at her. He looks at him. He's putting the pieces he's like yeah. an idiot Thoreau. But but she'll actually tell him. You think Thoreau movies would be a lot more fun if he was an idiot? It was, like, hey. It's Poirot, and Poirot. they did that with Inspector Clues Up. Oh, I got you. It's been done. I saw Death in the Nile, the latest Poirot movie. Think of the origin of his mustache. Um, he uh, claims that it wasn't true, and that was, but oh no, I'm thinking of Death on Denial. <laughs> Denial. You know, death is not just a death of denial. It's not just a river. It's not just a death on a boat on a river of people. So the doctor is taken to staying with him all the, all the time because he doesn't understand why he's not getting better. He had chloroform exposure. He didn't die from it. Therefore, he should be getting better. So he's contemplating it. And he would be in the one of the first ads that says, smoking's good for you. Take it from a doctor. Take it from a doctor. Now with asbestos. This guy, he's known for a film called Flying Ham Summer in 82, A Cry in the Dark in 88, and Time Tracks. That's how I messed that up in 93. Oh, I see. Not tracks, but time tracks. Right, time tracks. That sounds kind of cool. I feel like I should go into the YouTube to see if time tracks. 93, time tracks. He was in 40, he's got 42 credits as an actor. He was no slouch, but he wasn't prominent real actor. Okay. Time Tracks, 1993. Spell it with an X, of course. You know it's a bad movie when your Alexa commits suicide after that request. It says Time Tracks. It says forgotten television. It's a television show. Oh. Uh, here's episodes of it. Season one. It it was a show. 
Hey, you know what? I just turned to this movie and they're pulling his teeth out. His teeth are loose from chloroform. That's one of the things that happened. And it, for some reason, they got to pull it out. Like, it got loose, his gums bleed, and now he's having, like, some sort of root canal kind of thing. So they're taking the problematic teeth out, and it's easy to take out. How do you do it? Look, they're taking them all out. You see that? Yeah. How do you do it? We're watching it. Even though he wasn't from America, from then on, his nickname at the shop would be the dentist. <laughs> at the dentist's office. That was his nickname. That bloody mouth. He goes, here, you, this is what you've done. What? I see this was, oh, oh, oh. What? You see, it's, it's being said out loud, even though no one's saying it out loud. He just throws the teeth. You know, he doesn't say, you're killing me. doesn't explain itself. I bet you it makes sense in the bigger story, but I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't have much long to live, right? I mean, he's got this poison that's dropping his teeth out. and Yeah, I guess. They're waiting for their DoorDash. <laughs> In 40 minutes. Should have ordered pizza. Oh, here's the mean old man. Yeah, the father is. Um, the father just says, okay, John Lithgow's not dead yet, but when he dies, the father will be like, you fucking did this. I'll see you in court. Okay, well, there he is dead. There he is. So this is the big event. The, the, um, the tagline is, there's two of them. A love triangle of passion and murder. So I guess the triangle's got George. to be. The ultimate price is paid for a young girl's loss of innocence. I think that is a unfair tag. It doesn't fit the movie. That's the tag. Um, this was filmed in Australia and New Zealand. There was a protest about it. Also in the United Kingdom and the U.S. But Why I don't was there a protest? Which... Because they took the story, they make New Zealanders look like like it's because they idiots. weren't in, New Zealanders weren't in it. Here it is. In a paper article entitled "Actors Choose Direct Protest," published June twenty one eighty four in New Zealand's Auckland Star, the paper reported, "Actors Equity will consider direct protest against an action against the one point five million dollar film production, even though it was four point five million." Uh, mesmerized, spelled with an S, not a Z, because they're New Zealanders, for its use of five overseas actors. They so there's Jody, there's Murphy, there's Lithgow, that's three, right? Yes, and there, and I don't know the other Okay, now they're doing the art autopsy, and they'll find no damage to his throat. And that's, okay, um, New Zealanders had been deprived of work for those roles. He says that Jodie Foster was famous enough, famous enough to give extra box office attractiveness overseas, but the others were not. Um, producer Tony Guayne is in, in, interested in the slightest bit of casting America's over auditioning Kiwis. That's their own nickname for them. Right. The company is just using New Zealand. What the fuck? So that's 
Wow, that must have been a big deal back then. They gives a shit now. the Auckland offices of Challenge Corporate Services, the film's backers, and threatened to disrupt the shoot, but they never did. You know, I, I, I'm going to take that back. Of course, you know, there's a lot of productions where you, you see the lead and you're like, why is this guy playing this? Yeah. Can't they find someone else? Like, they really need, like, you know, Matthew McConaughey to play this guy? Can't they? Uh, uh, so, yeah, I can see that. They could have well, gone with a New Zealand. Directors make choices based on who. It's draw. It's all right. Box office draw. Now, the casting director doesn't really make the choice unless it's a minor role. It's it's up to the directors. They arrange the um, auditions and such. And the directors and producers, they make choices with the casting director. Okay, now she has been arrested and she's accused of murder. She's talking to a barrister and finds out the barrister she really wanted has gone away. And basically like, I'm fucked now. You know, it's basically the director showing us she's in peril. She's going to be, you know, she'll be hanged if she if they find out that she murdered him. And the, and the has made no secret that she did. Yeah. Even though they don't know it from the true story. Well, so then I guess the excitement of the film is this trial with the polygamy. Yeah. Well. Yes, I get, that's the excitement of this trial, I guess. The ups and downs is it looks like she's going to get killed. Gonna <laughs> look get at that guy. Look, you see the guy staring out the window, staring from outside? Like he, I'll watch when I see look, Jimmy yeah. again. You see that? Like It's a full courtroom to the point where people are outside the windows gawking, <laughs> in, gawking in Auckland, New Zealand. You know, no wonder they call it Auckland. 1880. You can't go to the movies. There is no TV. There's right. no internet. There's no, I mean, the paper is the most, you ha- I mean, a trial like this, fucking shit, something's going on, check it Gough, out. You know? Gockland, New Zealand. I mean, these go, these, there'll be a wine uncorking downtown, come on, you know, it's like they'd go to anything. Sure. Now here's the doctor, I don't know, basically the first half of the trial is all sorts of damning evidence. And by the way, the they reveals to him didn't show up. Um, when I first started watching this film, I watched a different channel, and the quality of the video was pretty bad. I discovered this one. I said, I'm switching to this one. So the third time I watched this, I watched it with this, and I guess I didn't notice that scene had been omitted. She admits the chloroform. She even shows him the bottle. She's like, and sort of like, help me kind of thing. That's strange. That. That's cut from the scene. This I movie guess, just... or it, you see a scene in which he was no chloroform bottles. Re- Reverend, Reverend Shaw, we're calling you out, Reverend Shaw. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But in the other, in the other channel, I watched the whole thing. You didn't see them bathing. Remember at the orphanage, they were. You didn't see that. So I think I remember that. That's the one with three women in a tub bathing. It was all the women, and they were wearing their clothes, even though they were in a bath. Yeah, I think I remember. Well, that showed up in this cut and not the other channel. Oh, go ahead, listen. Let's see if the chloroform's getting talked. Oh, here it is. Turn it up. Here it is. I was wrong. It's a flashback. Touching. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. But this is his word right now. This is in his story. He's remembering and not telling the court. Not telling the court. 
it to himself. Quiet him when he got too insistent. So she. All right, she admitted. Oh, turn it up, turn it up. Come on, the whammy jammies. Here's the chloroform. Ooh. Now he gives it a sniff like a dummy. Yes, it's really chloroform. Two, three, timber. Watch it drop. Oh! No more of the whammy jammy, lady. Some four, possibly five fluid ounces. Which we didn't see when it, when it crashed. What he's saying is, yes, I saw chloroform, but I also saw all sorts of chemicals that are used for cleaning. You know, so right. he's lying to the court about. He doesn't reveal the conversation in which actually admits she's taking chloroform all the time. Okay, I'm trying to see the gawkers outside. I see faces. Yeah, look, it looks like the movie Popeye. They're all staring out the windows like that. <gasps> but do they hear? No, not really. They just, you know, maybe there's a color commentary guy outside. <laughs> Priest, uh, Hunts on the chloroform question. Interesting. He, uh, of course, had a flashback. You know, the thing is, I just, I'm, I'm blown away that that Jodie Foster's acting is so flat. It must have been that's the way they saw the character. Because you know her career. When we saw Bugsy Malone, I was reading you the stat that, like, at the age of 13, she had done 10 films and been on TV yeah. series. Right, we watched her Bugsy Malone, yeah. I didn't remember. Now, the internet claims that her breakthrough film was Taxi Driver. And that would go on to Little Foxes. So right. even though she had been very active, even in Alice Doesn't Live Here anymore, and, and Disney's Napoleon. When did she do Freaky Friday? That was in 76. And she was okay. like a teen idol off of that for a short while. Right. She wasn't in uh, Bad News Bears, right? Am I? No. I know what you say. No, I know who I'm thinking of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm thinking of someone else. Okay, now, this is also a flashback. It's a scene that we didn't see. I mistakenly thought that we saw this stuff before the drive. Right, now the So when he's about to die, he'll, like, try to choke her to death. But he'll die in the middle of trying to strangle. But she knows the truth. She is a killer. She is hiding from. Okay, he is. She's like, she's like, read to me, and it's a little bit analogous to their real life situation. Go ahead, listen again. Okay, sure. I do not like green eggs and ham. Into matrimony with John Lane, a gentleman who's been baroneted. We're seeing oh. the film. 
Remember the chloroform? Remember the scissors? I don't remember the chloroform. I remember seeing the bottle. I remember a napkin being placed on my nose. A hanky. Okay, so stops reading like that, you know, gazes out. I, I, I don't know. He, he Ooh, he's trying to hypnotize you. He is trying to hypnotize you. You are a chicken. Mr. You know, Rizzo, calm down. Did you notice that bottle of chloroform says uh, pocket handkerchief not included? <laughs> That's right. Cotton balls sold separately. Sold separately. Now look, she's rubbing her knee. The right. hypnotism thing. And he's going to be like, you're fucking crazy. So he's going to try to choke her Resist. to death. So it's like, is he's the jerk bad guy of the film. Who is getting murdered? You see what I mean? It isn't so black and white, cut and dry that he's the bad guy. Placement of the mirror was tilted, maybe not to show the camera. Oh, yeah, it's a good point. I mean, they've been doing natural light. Talk about getting gaslit. I mean, the whole room's lit by gas. And <laughs> no, candles. it's all candles. All no, candles. there's, candles. No, there's gas. no gaslight. Carl, there's no gaslighting in this movie. I've been trying to tell you that. What are you, you're crazy. Carl, you really think there's gaslighting? I'm telling you there's none. I'm I promise you. you. Keep your eyes, dummy. Who are you going to believe? Your eyes or me? You're lying, guys? Hey, I'm Chico Marx. You're you crazy. You're crazy. Oh, did Chico Marx do that? He has a line. I think it's in Duck Super. He goes, who are you going to believe? You believe? Me or your lying eyes? <laughs> Okay, so I guess this is the choke her out scene. Because they, they yeah, oh, she, oh, no, he's like, oh, what's what a good actress. What a good actress. She loosely, her thumb got loose. Uh oh, she's up. Let's angle you. waiting for him to die. She just keeps waiting. Like you said, it wasn't television back. Right, so she, she, we're watching paint dry. Yeah, ooh, I can't. I, my husband's dying in front of my eyes. I, I promise I'm watching. Watch it's that. a better show. Tape we're it. watching Tee. grass grow. Yes, but I'm watching my husband die. It's a much Tivo better. it. Tivo, come on over. This grass is. <laughs> like, it's happening. It's happening. He's dying. He's dying. It's happening. And I'll just like, place no, his I'm... hand in normal position no, and no. walk away. Oh, there's the thing. What is she looking at? What is this film doing? There's What's some... going on in her mind? She never learns. She never finds out. Is old Thompson having a bonfire? Yes, and he's got three of them going. Oh, right. Look, I smell s'mores. Somebody's cooking hot dogs on a stick. Us murder foster. Hey, that's funny. She was a foster child, but she wasn't. She was an R child. It wasn't it's not the same. She wasn't a foster child. Her last name was Foster, but she was not. Here he comes. Here he comes. Ah! I'm pretending. I'm pretending. I'm acting. 
I'm acting. You know, they had to film this scene several times because Lithgow kept choking. What? Okay, <laughs> his performance? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I choked. Uh, no, no, I that's okay, this film. That's the, that's okay, wrong. Oh, I'm sorry. I choked again. No, John, that's God. what we want. Now, look. Oh. He doesn't kill her because he gets interrupted by his own daughter. Oh, they would have it. Physical. Get off of me! Get off! Here's your latte with extra chloroformy. Chloroformy. Okay, so now we're back to the trial. Might as well listen. Where's Dane Edna? What? Dane Edna? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're... We saw her in Super... My Super Ex-Girlfriend, right? We saw her in the Barry. What was the guy's name? God damn it. The Australian. Barry, he was hanging with Barry in that film. Right. Barry? Stop calling me Barry. Wait, his name was like Dr. Doom or something. So right, now, the, the maybe you don't have to listen, but now the doctor says, look, did the autopsy. There's no way it got, I mean, there was no damage to the throat. So we don't know how it got the thing is, it's a mystery to us as viewers, too, because we sure as fuck would keep pouring it down his throat. So well, what? Maybe he just went down his throat into his stomach. You mean it there was be, so it diluted? It was so diluted that it... He went to the faux gras part of the farm, took the funnel out of the duck's mouth, went over to John Lithgow, stuck the faux gras uh, funnel into his mouth, where you can still feed the animal, poured the chloroform in there. CBD. Ta-da! Figured out. Mystery solved. Okay, she's acquitted. She's acquitted. They're not applauding for her. Or for the lawyer? Uh, I don't know. She just doesn't react to the applauding. I mean, why would they applaud her for being acquitted? I don't know. And why is she at the opera? I don't get it. You gotta make a public face. It's like Johnny Depp going to perform rock music after his trial, right? You gotta, <laughs> you gotta show your face. Celebrate. Oh yeah, show yeah, get your face out there to the public. Now she wanders off inexplicably. Everybody knows what's up. They're all like checking her out. There's Tom Kroll in the lower one. <laughs> and um, she goes off to now connect with George finally. Oh, she's gonna write a letter? Now I really wanted George to end up being a that would have been so ironic. But so, no. uh, my brother. Yeah, hey, can we address the elephant in the room? Still my yeah, brother, we right? We were raised by the same father, you know. Now yeah. sit down! Yeah, right. Now, I don't know why, but she gives this guy a letter and then takes it to George. Uh, like, to, so that we can meet up. I don't know why we have this. So here's George waiting for the letter. How does he know to wait for it? We don't know, but it's kind of okay. Hustle's office. Right. That's so New Zealand. Those oh, TVs. I thought they were transferred. By George. Where by George. Where by George. That's so, the letter from, that's the letter, the title. 
by letter two, George? Okay, all right, I see that. So uh, that's a stretch. So now they're together, and we don't see any love, romance, connection, chemistry, even kissing. We don't see anything. That's why they this just, film is flat. They just have a mutual interest. Eight on this one. I think their mutual interest is they want to be together. Ink. Victoria's story is based on a real character, crime, and trial. It's believed at the time that she and George immigrated to America to begin a new life. She was 19 years old. Wow. Yeah, which yeah. we don't think. I mean, Jody does not look 19. You, you were criticizing my behavior in 19. I didn't murder my husband. <laughs> in 94, you were... I wasn't criticizing your behavior. No, I no. Was... Hey, I spend the rest of my life trying to atone for stuff I do. You know, I try to be a better person every day in every way. One well, time, by I... mistake, I brought it up on this show. Remember, I didn't yeah. know it was a dangerous. No, you know, it's fine. It's fine. You got to know it was a sore spot. You don't poke the you spend, open you spend, wound. You spend your life growing up and learning learning responsibility and, and yeah. trying yeah. to better yourself in the world. Carl, what'd you think of this movie? I thought it was. But it had every opportunity to be great. It had a huge budget. It had John Lithgow and Jodie Foster. They I love the really cast. I love the cast. Emoted, and they didn't. So this film was a paycheck. I don't know. It says co-produced by, by Jodie Foster. The internet claims producer, and it's just not true. It, it was it was produced by a guy named Antoine Antoni. Dain. I don't know. I don't know. She's always had like a, a savvy uh, way of being in movies and producer movies. Being part yes, of the but this was this film is not, if you only saw this film, you wouldn't even remember who Jodie Foster was. You know, I mean, this film is a dime. And that's why it's on YouTube because it's yeah. dead. They had every opportunity in the what script. Was she, what else was she doing in 86? Oh, get the list. Get the list. The yeah, movie's yeah, over, and I'm making you get the list. That's fine. Uh, in 86. Um, well, that's 68, not 86. Uh, no, it, this is in between shit. She did Foxes in 80, did um, The Accused in 88. Now, right. okay, she struggled to, come to get adult roles. She was a child star, Freaky Friday and everything. Even Foxes, she playing a 13-year-old or a young prostitute or whatever. So it wasn't until she was in The Accused in 1988, which, of which she won an Academy Award. Yeah, well, and absolutely. then Silence of the Lamb in 91. Now she nice. was an adult actress. Wow. All right. I have to say this movie is okay. It was okay. But you're right. It was flat. There wasn't really much, you know, I, but I love, I love the performance. Uh, I guess that makes sense. So no, I, I, you don't love the performances. They were flat. No, but I mean, they do the best they could. I mean, the the story. No, the, no this is know. John Lithgow and Jodie Foster. Yeah. I don't know. He did his. Look, M-E-Z-M-E-Z-M-E-Z-E-R-I-Z-E-V. There's two Z's in Mesmerize. Z, look, the, the title is M-E-Z, M-E-R-I-M-E-Z. Obviously, M-E-Z. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's so yeah. amazing. 
Listen, um, I guess that's the New England spelling, but. I was right all along. Carl, I'm really excited. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed watching Mesmerize and Please Leave with us. Uh, We'll be back next week. You know, we do this every week. We love uh, watching movies with you. And next week's movie, Carl, Charles Bronson. What? What film? The Stone Killer, 1973. Trailer. The Stone Killer, 1973. You'd be like, oh, the Stone Cold Killer? No. He's so stone cold, there's no killer. This He's a stone killer. I found it from HD Retro Trailers. Okay. HD Retro Trailers is our channel. I'm All hitting right. pause. I'm hitting the link. I'm hitting pause. Okay. My internet would cooperate. Okay, I'm going to... Uh, retro Trailers. Oh, this is two minutes. All right, hang on. All right. We had the celebrity comedian countdown. Now we have the uh, wannabe celebrity comedian countdown. <laughs> Mike Spiegelman. Here we go. Three, two, one. Sorry, I had to face it because I had it on mute. So. Oh, cop killed right there. It's an HB Helicky film. Mesmerized, it's not. Ow, ow. Bang! Bang! Uh. Sometimes he wears a badge. Whoa! That was a hell of a fall. You know, did hilarious. Michael Loser movie. <laughs> Michael Loser film. Chuck Bronson. That's right. Yeah, I call him Death Chuck. Wish. Before Death Wish, I guess. It's the year before Death Wish. Same director. Ah, so he tried again. Was successful. Whoa, H.V. Halicki film, clearly. And Norman Fell. This is the reason why I found this film. This will be his third film we've seen. Yeah. Now. I'm a couple seconds ahead of you, but so be it. They walk like it's law and order. Dun 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 dun. Bum bum bum. Bing bing. Oh, finally some blood. Look out! Ah, Charles Bronson. He's up. He's up to his eyeballs in Godfathers. It is. Otter. Ooh, don't get don't bring up Arizona. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, they gonged their own movie. Oh the helicopter shooting. What was that hippie thing with the rainbow scarf? I'll find out because I'm gonna see this movie. Pew 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 pew. It stinks in here. The stone killer. The stone killer. Okay. All right. That's the stone cold killer. The stone killer. What'd you say? Nineteen. I think it is. All right. Let's see. 
he Michael Winter is a yes. guy who we're familiar with. Uh, yeah, I think it is him. Yep, seventy-three. Next time. The film they did right before Death Wish. Uh, so yeah, come listen, check us out next week. We're gonna be watching that. I'm really excited about it. So, uh, some killers. <laughs> Brian Bronson, Carl. What a pleasure! I'm really happy to be a guest on your show. Uh, that, no, you it's the other way around. It's the other way around. People can find you at carlsucks.com? Correct. All right. And people can find me at carlsucks.com. Uh, Correct. We'll talk to you soon. Link to this podcast. You'll be going in a circle. If yeah. you're watching this podcast, oh, I'm going to go Carl. Oh, he's got a podcast. Oh, it's oh, it's this. Well, it says carl.com. Oh, he's got a podcast. Yes. All right. Well, and check out, again, subscribe to our podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channels, uh, follow us on Facebook with Let's Watch a Full Length Movie, and we'll see you guys next week. Take care. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Find a premise or particular premise. I am all black. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. This is Mutiny Radio dot FM in San Francisco, California, and it is time to ride the morning train.
Dave Holland on bass, and Sam Rivers on soprano saxophone. We heard their joint composition, Waterfall, from the album Dave Holland, Sam Rivers, released in 1976. This is The Morning Train on mutinyradio.fm in .sf, and I am your sole driver, J.D. Buell. Music now from Balake Sissoko and Vincent Segal. Thank you. 
This is the morning train on mutinyradio.fm in .sf, and I am J.D. Buell. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for supporting the station. That set began with music from the album Chamber Music by Balake Sissoko on Cora and Vincent Segal on the cello. That album was released in 2011. Also on cello, Ron Carter, backing Eric Dolphy on alto saxophone and clarinet, George DeVivier on bass, Roy Haynes on the drums. Two selections recorded in 1960, originally on the album Out There. We heard Feathers and Eclipse. I'd like to thank my friend John Binkov of The Victims for reminding me a few weeks ago, th- thanks to some Throwback Thursday posts, just how much I love Tanya Donnelly.
new music from Lush, the Blind Spot EP released this year. That was out of control. Before that, Beat Happening from their second album, 1988, named Jamboree, and we heard Bewitched. We began with Pretty Deep. Pretty Deep was from the Tanya Donnelly album, Love Songs for Underdogs. That was released in 1997. Here is a love song for underdogs from Wanda Jackson. Please help me, I'm Your door is always open and your path is free to walk That makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag rolled up and stashed behind your couch And it's knowing I'm not shackled by forgotten words and bonds And the ink stains that have dried upon some lines That keeps you on the back road by the rivers of my memory It keeps you ever gentle on my mind It's not clinging to the rocks and ivy planted on their columns now that binds me 
or something that somebody said because they thought we fit together walking. It's just knowing that the world will not be cursing or forgiving when I walk along some railroad track and find that you're moving on back roads by the rivers of my memory, and for hours you just tingle on my mind. Though the wheat fields and the clotheslines and the junkyards and the highways come between us. Cross-legged now I sit and watch The endless chase of leaves across my yard And laying down my hairbrush I lean back within my window seat And find That you're moving on back roads By the rivers of my memory Ever smiling, ever gentle on my mind hands round the tin can I pretend to hold you to my breast and find that you're waving from the back road by the rivers of my memory ever smiling never gentle on my mind That 
my love for you. High as the sky is my love for you. Warm as the sun that comes shining through. Strong as a wave on the ocean blue. That's how I measure my love for you. That's how I measure my love for you. Well, that's a whole lot of love coming at you from Buck Owens and the Buckaroos. That's how I measure my love for you. Before that, measuring their love, Bobby Gentry and Glenn Campbell in their duet version of Glenn's hit Gentle On My Mind from their one album together, Bobby Gentry and Glenn Campbell. That set of Capitol Records country music began with the great Wanda Jackson and Please Help Me, I'm Falling. I will have the great pleasure of recording that song next week with a reformed version of The Believers in a duet with the lovely and talented Lulu, known for her current band, Lulu and her Spicy Boys. That is something I'm greatly looking forward to. I think our version will sound a little different than Wanda's, but it is a great privilege to cover a Wanda Jackson song. Let's continue now with the guitar and bottle kings of Kenya, Abana Banasari. Get on the 
Cool, cool, cool. That is Didi Sompri from the 1988 album Me Say Sa. Didi Sompri gave us Roulet. And before that, Abana Banasri from the 1992 album Nursery Boys Go Ahead. I assume Abana Banasri means Nursery Boys. And you can hear them with a full band there on that track. That's Abakambi, the album Nursery Boys Go Ahead. But we're going to go ahead here on the morning train on mutinyradio.fm with Curtis Mayfield because it is time to move on up.
This is the morning train on mutinyradio.fm in .sf with J.D. Buell giving his best to you. That set began with Curtis Mayfield and move on up, even though it feels these days like we are moving on down. Down, down, down. How low can we go? At least in 1970, Curtis encouraged us to move on up. After that was King from the album We Are King 2016. We heard, oh, please. That's the first track I shared with you from that album. I'm happy to return 
to that. And also from 2016, Blood Orange and the album Freetown Sound. We heard best to you. The vocalist on that track is known as Empress Of. And this vocalist is known as Tao. How the goods get stolen, no science, just, just devotion. Thank you. 